0: Hey everybody, I'm Maggie, and
1: I'm Amber, and this is Crime Country. Today we are spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're not in a state today. Well, we're in Utah. We're all in Utah. We're in the same room. This is our first time ever recording in the same room. Ever a big deal it's pretty awesome yeah it's pretty cool I think we're gonna record another episode in a couple days and release that one before this one comes out because this is our Halloween episode um so it might not be the first time you're hearing us in the same room but it's our first time ever recording in the same room yes (laughs) um so this week we have two special guests my mom Mary hello and my sister Dale yay You've heard about both of them on the podcast because I (laughs) talk about them. And uh, today they're here with us and we're going to talk ghost stories. So short and sweet intro today, but join us for the spooky fun. Or if it's not your thing, skip this episode because it's not for everybody. But it's
0: going to be a good one, though. So you probably don't want to miss
1: it. Yeah. Stay tuned. All right. So I thought I'd start us off with like a. True crime ghost story, but I didn't prepare super well for it, so I'm very gonna tell you, unlike you. Yeah, very unlike me. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you guys about the Bell Witch Cave, one of the most haunted places in America, and the cave is on this land where the Bell family farm once stood back in uh, the eighteen hundreds, I believe, and
0: we'll go with it.
1: yeah. So the Bell family owned this farm and there was this cave on their property. It's in Tennessee. And they started having some really weird experiences around their house. And everyone, so they didn't tell anybody about it for like a year. And then things just kept happening. And they were like, something's going on. There's a fucking witch. Like it was 1804. And they lived on 320 acres that had this, like, river, and the caves and stuff, and like that. So, they had this weird stuff happening, and then one day the one of the daughters went out with a couple of friends, and they were hiking, and they were exploring one of these caves on the property, and one of the boys climbed down into, like, a cavern, and got stuck. And they were all trying to get him out, they couldn't get him out, and they heard a voice that said, I'll get him out, and he just, like, flung out of this oh. cave. And then they didn't couldn't see what was there but they got a lecture from it about how being like they were being careless and they were irresponsible and after that they the things continued happening to the family and that daughter had all of the main occurrences in the home happening to her like stuff touching her or being thrown at her or like happening when she was around stuff like that um so they were terrified it was mostly her and the father john that things were happening to but was it, it a
2: male voice or a no, female, a female voice, voice in the cave protective mm-hmm. mother well
1: they believe it was their neighbor who uh her name was something Johnson Mrs. Johnson and or no just kidding sorry uh of
0: course you would
2: go with
1: Johnson <laughs> no so they didn't tell anybody they didn't tell anybody about Johnson's penis. <laughs> uh, this is not, <laughs> not...
2: to explain it to their mother. The
1: cast can't see your gesture, or the I audience can't
0: see
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, Apologize in advance to everyone that me and my mom and my sister all sound exactly the same. So, good luck. <laughs> so, anyways. They had weird things happening. They hadn't told anybody about it, and then one night they had a dinner with their neighbors, the Johnsons, and they were like, hey, this weird stuff's been happening. And then the Johnsons, or the giant dicks, as we would refer to them, obviously, <laughs> were like, um, we need to tell people this stuff's happening. So they started talking to like other neighbors and stuff. And then they came to determine that it was one of the neighbors named Kate, who had, had been in a feud with John Bell And they had like some land dispute over property or something when she was alive. And then she died. And on her deathbed, she said she was going to haunt John Bell. And it was rumored that she was a witch. that's why it's called the Bell's witch cave or whatever. But so she dies, weird stuff starts happening. So everybody believes it's this lady, Kate, who's haunting this family. And it happened for years and years and years over the next three years. Kate quote-unquote, tormented members of the family almost daily. So John and his daughter Betsy were the main ones who received the worst of the physical abuse. Betsy's hair would be pulled, she'd be pinched, scratched, stuck with pins, and
0: beaten. Yikes.
1: Yeah. Well, John began suffering from spells of swelling of the throat, and then he had a feeling of a stick being stuck sideways into his throat. Um,
0: like, how is his throat
1: swelling paranormal. I don't... I don't... And she was a witch? I don't know. It sounds like he had some sort of allergies.
0: Yeah, something.
1: But, like, the hair pulling and stuff and pinching is different. But his, was like... He had a throat allergy. <laughs> well,
2: the spirits can give you physical ailments. They can they can cause physical ailments on people. So that's not unheard of. Well,
1: and it happened around the same time. And then he would still feel like something was being stuck into his neck from the outside as because well. can
2: restrict your breathing and give you yes. heart attacks. and That's
1: scary. That's and scary then thing. after that, he started experiencing twitching and jerking of his facial muscles. And so like he was having these weird like twitches in his face that he couldn't explain. And um they would hear her voice during these spells of like spasms and throat swelling and stuff. And she would be saying curses and hideous threats towards him. And he slowly was just getting weaker and weaker. So word traveled around and people like got excited about it because that's human nature, even in 1804 or whatever the fuck this was. And uh, people would hear her talking, other people that weren't in the family. And she seemed to like know Facts about like the Bible, people's pasts and futures, people would ask her questions and she would answer. Like not just the family, other people experience all these things. Wow. And people believe she could be in two places at the same time, miles apart, but on the Bell family property.
2: How does that work? I'm not sure how that would work. Maybe that's part of her witchiness, which yeah, we're, uh, oh. super into. Because so, yeah.
1: she's a witch ghost.
2: Well they said they believed that it could happen, but it's it's what? It's a type of uh, Oh, is it the astro projection? Yeah. Astro projection. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, what? If you heard that quiet voice in the background, that's my niece Bailey who doesn't want to be on the podcast but is slowly changing her mind <laughs> and <laughs> needs to sit closer. Um, so, astro projection, apparently. And so she said she was going to haunt John Bell. She hated him. She wanted to kill him. And so. Finally, on December 20th, 1820, he died. And it was believed that he was poisoned by Kate's ghost. And she took credit for his ghost in her speeches to the people that came to visit. And then in March of 1821, the following year, um, Betsy, his oldest daughter that's experienced the other stuff, just randomly broke off her engagement to the guy she was engaged to. And she was like, I, I can't go through with it. Like, I just my life's fucking terrible. Uh, whatever. So, for some reason, Kate the ghost hated Betsy as well and ruined her life and made her call for engagement. So then Kate was like, "Okay, I'm leaving. John's dead. I did my job. Kate's mi- or uh, Betsy's miserable and alone. And like, I'm out of here. I'm gonna be back in seven years. And people believe she did return in 1828 for a couple weeks and came back to the home. And talked to some people and tried to make some predictions about the future and she revealed that there was a reason for john bell's death but she never said what it was and then she left again and she said she would be back in 107 years and that would have been 1935 but a lot of people believe she never actually left because strange things have never stopped happening in the area so the farm's gone now but there's a tourist attraction you can get tours to this cave and like ghost tours and all that stuff but
0: so like when are they hearing her tell them all these stories like when, when they go
1: to the area and hike around the can the caves I ran, guess
0: and it's just like people?
1: a ton of people. So that was just like the cliff notes version, but it's believed to be one of the most haunted places in America America because there's so many accounts of people that interacted with this ghost. who should go It'd be fun. It's in Tennessee. Tennessee. I don't know oh, what Tennessee we're going go to Nashville. make it to, T- oh, been to Tennessee.
0: Oh, Del's to Tennessee.
1: Oh, Nashville.
2: There's a huge, cool hotel out there that's, like, blocks and blocks long. It literally has, like, a canal and gondolas inside the hotel. It's,
1: like, Vegas, but for cowboys. <clears throat>
2: oh, I thought you had a...
1: Yeah, maybe we'll go to Tennessee someday. Anyways. Um...
2: So the thing that's interesting for me about the story that you were telling about being so far back in time in the 1800s, because now you can hear the spirits when they talk or someone with a gift
1: through a device
2: can hear it or they use devices. You can use an ovulus or a tape recorder Um, have you
1: ever heard of a spirit
2: box i have have a spirit box oh is
1: it like really
2: clear through the spirit box no the spirit box uses the radio station waves um you have to really listen close to that but i have a i have a funny story about that about your spirit box yes about my
0: spirit box
1: Sounds so- like a dirty name for a vagina. I have a funny story about my spirit box, but I'm not going to tell my mom. So. Well, so i right now.
2: Um,
1: sorry, what's <laughs> your funny story about your spirit box, mom? <laughs> well,
2: first off, we should let people know that I am a medium. And- <clears throat> oh,
1: I meant to do that at the beginning. I- and I'm- I think I was just trying to introduce it with my, like,
0: normal, normal
1: story. I mean... Normal for what we do, uh, yeah. kind of. Um, and then I was going to go into, my mom is a medium. She has a connection to the other side. She does ghost hunts. She's part of, like, a ghost hunting, hunting, humping. <laughs> I do not
0: know that's a ghost hunting <She's> no. group.
1: <laughs> She's not in a ghost hunting troupe. <laughs>
0: no, that's a not. very <laughs>
1: different thing. <laughs> they, they, it ghost hunting. They go on ghost tours. They explore uh, haunted facilities, stuff like that, and bring their devices to record it and take pictures. And... Uh, she's always had a really strong connection to the other side my entire life.
2: Yes. Um, but I the funny story about the spirit box is I got the spirit box and my niece wanted a reading from me because I also do readings. Which niece? Callie. Okay. And so Callie came over to the house. I just want to know
1: for my own sake. <laughs> Nobody else knows who that is. <laughs>
2: Kelly came over to the house and I was getting ready to do a reading for her and use the spirit box because her dad had passed away um, a few years before and she really wanted to hear from her dad. So we got the spirit box out and she was telling me um, on her way over that her mom was being a little mean to her and was mad at her because she lived with her mom and she was mad that Callie didn't get her toilet paper and
1: she was sorry.
2: She was really, really mad at Callie for not getting her toilet paper. And Callie was saying how, you know, she was upset about that and we had the spirit box on and her dad came through and said, tell her to get her own fucking toilet paper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It that was, is it was funny and to- it
2: was great. And yeah. The spirit box is pretty funny with that. Like, you do have to really listen. It's kind of like the radio, and it's picking out words to you, and you have to really relate to the words. Um, I don't remember who it was, but I feel like it was one of James's friends. We were listening to the spirit box, and it just started cussing It up was James. Dorms. Maybe it was James. And it was like a random combination of swears that someone would normally not say, but it was his friend that had passed away. He's like, he would always say that and so it just is funny to see the random things that will come out of that. Oh, you spirit were talking box. about who came through the spirit box and it was James's friend yeah. for James. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We also had um the spirit box at Leslie Family Tree. It's a restaurant in Pleasant Grove, I think. Utah. Utah. Yeah. Um, they it's just hunted, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're they're whisper, we want
1: people to hear what you're saying. <laughs>
2: That place is haunted, right? <laughs> yes. But they just sold it. So it is no longer Leslie Family Tree. But I did get to um I did get to go there about four times and was Dad related to the owners or something. Yes, before they owned it, um my husband's uncle owned it and it was the post office and the pool hall. So oh, half cool. of it was the oh. post office and the other half. Was the pool hall? I'm taking it to the pool hall. <laughs> I know, right? And so we have had we've we've taken our um, recorders, and I haven't ever caught anything on camera or on visual with the recording, but we have got a lot of EVPs um, from Leslie Family Tree with his ancestors talking back after we had asked questions. Um, so his uncle did say he was there, and his name was Stephen. So Uncle Steve was named for Stephen, I believe, because it okay. was it was his mom's brother.
1: <clears throat> so that's my stepdad's Mom. brother's namesake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so it those were really really. Leslie Family Tree was very, very haunted and very scary. It was great to go. Well, upstairs was scary, but we went well, downstairs with was, downstairs was more scary. And yeah. Leslie's family tree is one of the scariest places I have ever been Tell in God my scratch. entire life. And when you're telling that story, like people were like, How do you get scratched? Like, I didn't believe a ghost could actually do that, but it they scratched me. You know, it was so scary down there. There was like one ghost who like controls the others. Uh, And it's just, it's a dark present. Like, it makes the room darker, and it's scary as crap down there, like, that.
1: That's crazy. crazy. So, like, me personally, I am... She's a skeptic. I'm a skeptic. (laughs) I think there's more out there than what we believe, and I don't think it's, like, just the black and white, like, Christian idea of the other realm or whatever, but... I also don't lean into it at all because I don't want to invite it into my life, really. So I have never gone a, on a ghost hunt with my mom. I I don't want to just, like, welcome it into my life at all. In any way, like, if, if it's there, I you do you, bro. Uh, <laughs> for mom. Because yeah.
0: it's scary, though, because, like, if you do get into that situation and you can bring it with you, right? Like, they can come I, with
2: you? Yes, they can. I have learned how because there is good and bad out there. And I've experienced both, but then, um, I had a very good Christian friend tell me that I was going to hell with what I was doing and that it was wrong and against God. And so I was just like, well, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want the bad and it never stops. I don't stop seeing spirit. I don't, it just doesn't stop and yeah. so i have i have a relationship with god i believe in god and i just let him know if this is the gift you have given me to use to help people then only let it be the messages to people that i can help that they need that they yeah. need from a loved one and if it's something beyond that that is not like malicious malicious or dark or dark i said let me don't 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 let me do those give me a check in my spirit and that has happened at places that we've been asked many times to go to leslie's family tree to go see the dark creepy spirit that yeah that was there but just, there was family connections and that, that we was wanted about mm-hmm. going there but we've had lots of times where we're sitting at a restaurant out to well eat. that's what i was
1: gonna say next yep. is like as a skeptic and for our audience that might not be on the ghost train or whatever um with my mom having this connection you see weird interactions happen on your day to day basis so like when I was a baby um <coughs> sorry I'm flummy um I'm the one who has said it though so <laughs> sorry me uh <laughs> editing is terrible just saying anyways um so when I was a baby my cousin my first cousin committed suicide he died by suicide um and so both of my parents are the youngest of their siblings and so me and my siblings are the youngest of our cousins so some of our cousins are like as old as our parents so their their kids are like more our age so one of my cousins was a teenager he was 18 19, Chuck? Was 19. He was 19, 19 and my dad was like 24.
2: Your dad was 27 29.
1: Okay, but they were close. They grew mm-hmm. up together. He was my dad was closer in age to his nephew than he was to his sibling that was his the mom. Um so they were super close. They grew up super close together. They did things together. They had sleepovers. They hung out. They went camping. They were really close and my cousin committed died by suicide and everyone in the family took it really really hard and i i was obviously a baby so i've only heard the story from everybody that was involved but um one of his siblings was also thinking of of Commit- dying by suicide
2: Lori was thinking of committing suicide because of chuck and she her and jomi found chuck yeah and Lori could not get past that and Everybody, like, stopped talking about Chuck like he didn't exist, and she just... Well, because
1: it was the early 90s, so there was still a huge... I mean, there is still a huge stigma on suicide, but it's gotten way better. But as she... uh, You just had a strong urge to, like, I need to talk to Lori. Not Lori. No?
2: No, I wanted to talk to Mary, um, Chuck's mom. And because Chuck came and visited me, um, and he was Chuck's the first one that appeared to me in a full body apparition wow so i was sleeping and he came and woke me up and he told me that um i needed to tell his mom that he was sorry and that he loved her very much and that he wanted his things in the reebok shoe box Mm. and that and then he had a message for Lori. he said Um, that he knew that she was going to do that and not to do it. So he wanted me to give that message so Lori didn't kill herself because he knew. And I went and told your dad and your dad was very not
1: comfortable with the idea.
2: No, he didn't. He didn't understand. He doesn't agree. Um, He's very... um, much so a skeptic.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And so he was like, no, no, you're, you're crazy. You're not going to tell my sister that it's just going to upset her. No, 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 no. And I had cut out Chuck's obituary and I had it in my purse. It's the only one that we had. And your dad was finishing our basement and he'd been down there working on the basement. And I kept trying to ask him because Chuck really wanted me to deliver that message. And I kept asking him, and he kept getting angrier at me and saying no. And he was downstairs doing sheetrock on the ceiling, and uh, Chuck's obituary fell from the ceiling and landed at his feet. Oh, and geez. he came was, upstairs. He was like
1: pissed, right? He
2: was pissed. He, he was like, off. "How
1: dare you! And what
2: are you doing?" And he was and you're like, "I didn't I'm do like, that. I didn't even know." He's and like, she opened up yours. her
1: purse <laughs> and showed him that and she had, still
2: no, had hers. This is mine, yeah. And then he just went, "All right." you tell Mary. And I believe that it saved Lori's life. Lori got the message and she just wanted to come and be with me. And she came and spent a lot of time with me and just, it saved, it saved her life. But well, Chuck it. knew what he needed to do with the obituary first, Stu and then he the box, like I don't think he want, really wanted his stuff, but that helped his mom understand. Him. Because oh she had tried you, you no, have known
0: that there was a Reebok, was box. Shoe yeah, box.
1: the
2: rebox yeah. shoebox. Huh. Exactly. So that's what they had put his personal items in: his <coughs> wow. um, wallet and a special coin and some other things.
1: Well, and Dale, oh, um, there was a time you and mom were at <laughs> lunch, and
2: yeah, you, that's what I was going to bring up. We've been, you know, out. Plenty of times to restaurants, and we've had interactions where I'll be eating with my mom, and she'll be making faces and chewing on her, our- <laughs> <laughs> not, not eating her food, and I'll be like looking at her like, "Who's here? Like, who do you need to go talk to?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't know if I should." then she's not going to eat if she doesn't. <laughs> um, but we um, used to go to La Puente um, over by Hillcrest High School all the time. Like, we were regulars; they know our names um and the owner like legitly knew our
1: orders yeah, we
2: we'd walk like, in and they'd be like <laughs> ladies
1: and they'd walk us to a table and like be like sit down next to us for a minute and be like the usual and i was like well that, would yes, you that was you and not
2: me yeah
1: no i wasn't there when this happened yeah. but me and maggie
2: we, were regulars we i brought my mom it was just me and my mom we're having some mexican and she's not eating and the owner he'll be there sometimes and he just sits at a booth and he'll be fold the napkins or he'll be eating himself or he's just talking to all of his employees and she's staring over at him And eventually i encourage her to go to go do it because it does take some courage when you do not know
0: how if the, the person to respond,
2: respond um she went and she started talking to him and he got up in a huff and he just walked away. And then she came back and she sat down with like a shocked look on her face. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? And she's like, I think we might have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm not done with my food. You haven't ate yours. And she's like,
1: And this is the best chili verde. So I'm not <laughs> leaving. I want my Mexican
2: food. And, she food. and she's like, We're getting this to go.
1: This salsa <laughs> is to kill for. I'm
2: like, gonna get a, to go, but I guess I can leave. But she's like, I told him who was here for him. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was his brother. Or his brother-in-law. I thought it was it his son. It was his son-in-law. Oh, his His daughters, yes, yes, yes. Husband. And um, but she went to talk to him. He didn't say anything to her. Just looked Nothing. at her, and then he just walked away. And that's why she's oh, like, I think, I think we he need to leave. Knows. So he was upset, but we were kind of figuring out where we're we gonna leave, what we we're gonna do. She was uncomfortable, and then he came back with his wife, who also works there. And was in the back, and she then he started crying and he actually got emotional and my mom mom was like oh my gosh because first we thought he was just horribly mad they joined us they sat down um he used to work he was a cook in the kitchen um so they brought his hat out the son-in-law the The son-in-law's hat oh yes who she was telling him was had a message for him and so they brought the hat out mom was able to kind of connect with one of his items and then she was able to tell them all of these things that Obviously, a stranger wouldn't know, and that was connecting with the wife and the and the husband. The husband really didn't say much. He literally just cried the whole entire time when the wife um, talked. But I think he also committed suicide, and he okay. had a child that they were helping take care of now, right? But he came through because she didn't even know she was pregnant at the time. Uh, and that was the message that he knew, you know, about, about the baby and talked about that it oh was... My gosh. A boy baby and um, you know, things that he knew that he wouldn't have known because he and personal home. things with his father in law because they were they ended up being best friends. So well, it was yeah, and he worked for the family business, the family, and he just sat there and bawled. And it would see that's where I say, okay, God, if I can do that and touch someone or help them heal. Yeah, if I
1: can be helpful in some way, like, otherwise I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, and if
2: it's dark and evil, then no, I don't, I'm not not for that. Protect me. And so we have our arrangement. And at (laughs) the end, he came over and he he paid for our lunch. He said he's a skeptic and he never thought that would be anything he'd ever believe in his life. But now there's no way he couldn't because she doesn't know him. And she knew things from their family that how would she have known that? So... That makes you be able to believe those things when how the hell would she know the stranger sitting up there? Yeah, <laughs> like there's absolutely. a lot of
1: occurrences like that that are like, oh, like, yeah, that's, weird, know, that's true. Do you want to
2: know my most embarrassing? 100%
1: I do. you remember where My mom's most embarrassing paranormal experience. Yes.
2: So, <laughs> I had. I'm a, excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I had an OBGYN appointment. Here we go
1: You're like Kesha You got a haunted Vajager <laughs>
2: <laughs> So I go And Spook the Spooky oh, they're Spooky you.
0: <laughs> but
1: mom
2: do you have a spirit
0: box? Oh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. Why ask your dad? Oh no! <laughs> all right, oh. talking about your girl, doctor. <laughs> so I, I go, in and the nurse is helping me, and she is taking my blood pressure and all the before, and she says, "I just have to ask you something that's on your chart," and I'm like. Oh, oh okay and she said it says that you're um an office worker uh paranormal investigator <laughs> and, like, My chart says, what? <laughs> so my i'm a diabetic and my <laughs> diabetes doctor happened to get a message from me from her grandmother so she put it in my medical chart <laughs> what
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. weird
2: and so this nurse that's helping me out asks me and i tell her yes and then she says oh um hey my dad's passed away i'm like no 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 no, no don't, don't say anything to me no please please it, like, it, it, really it opens a door it opens a door for them to come through and i'm like please like, Can you ask after you take my blood pressure pressure please, before? <laughs> and she's like oh, oh i'm so sorry oh and so she goes out tells me to get in my Gown and I, and I, get, up my, I get up on the
1: room of spirits. I
2: get on the table, and my doctor comes in and is doing that. Pull your butt down, pull it more. Come on, get your down on the end of the table, Mary. And there he comes. <laughs> there he comes. <laughs> uh, oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, can you stand by my head? He did, then he told me he would stay up by my- there by comes. my By my head. Scoot
1: down, scoot down, and there he is. Right out of the spirit
0: box.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you know for I'm I'm oh, more embarrassing than you because I feel like baby.
1: <laughs> you know, I titled episode like, episode 60. Can that <laughs> Episode 67 or whatever.
2: Spirit <laughs> box.
0: BX, episode 69, please. What are going to be so easy. My mom's Oh my god! Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh please oh come join
2: us. So anyway, I got a message for the nurse. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Well, you're butt out jj was getting examined but he did tell me he was gonna stay by my head and shoulders and that was not helpful yeah it was not helpful it didn't make me feel any better but anyway she was very thankful for the message that she got Uh, i
1: know um one time you and dell and mom went for massages
0: you and dell and mom huh well, I, I
1: was looking at you, and I said you, and I were doing a podcast, so okay. the people didn't know who was like, who, who you were.
0: I'm like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, Dale, you that I'm looking at, and mom went for massages, and mom got a message from her massage therapist. That's got to be awkward. Like, what bad timing. Usually, usually, enjoy all, massage.
2: usually the massage... People, I don't know what it is about what they do, but they're very open. And pretty much every time I get a massage, there are um, people there for. Uh, you
1: last it time first. I got him. Last time I got a massage, I wish there was someone there telling him to do it
2: better. <laughs> my last massage therapist, when I went with mom for her birthday, she was very open, and she wanted to tell me everything. She was reading my auras and telling me about myself first time she ever met me
1: so she probably would have I got a guy I like, oh, and mom. I don't splurge like that on myself because it's hard to spend that kind of money on myself and I did as like a birthday present to myself because Spencer was out of my town for my birthday and didn't get me anything Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so I got myself a massage and it was fucking terrible
2: oh.
1: it sucked it made my back worse it was this young guy and I was like my shoulders like the top of my shoulders and my shoulder blades are straight up knots. I want you to go as hard as possible. Focus on that spot. Don't go hard anywhere else because that hurts me. And he went so hard everywhere and didn't focus on my shoulders at all. It was, and the guy legit left and was like, my hey, back he
2: hurts spirit spirit so box? bad.
1: No, he did not. <laughs> he didn't, did get my he glutes. Get <laughs> he got my glutes real hard, which actually like felt okay. He didn't go too hard, but um, that's besides the
2: I
0: need a paranormal. Massage. Do you remember? It was nice. Um,
1: actually, that was, like, one of the parts I actually yeah, wasn't like, okay with. But he went so hard oh, everywhere I had else. sciatic pain, and
2: they had to massage my
1: butt. But, um, this is, like, the
2: movie Was that it? progressive when they had, oh, my gosh. At work, and he just was on my tush. He
0: was great. <laughs> was like, right. He was, and they, they, they were
2: great. Remember? They did have a good masseuse.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: When we lived together, Maggie, I don't remember if it was our first apartment or our second one. Remember it was haunted?
0: Uh-huh
1: your room was
2: oh my god i know it was super haunted so it was just your
1: room it was your fucking was my closet, closet. a
2: big ass fucking closet but remember how you you remember how it sounds like i'm like probably talking to myself window? right now in the recording <laughs> mm-hmm. but that reminded me of the story you told oh, earlier no, yeah Amber and the the voice we heard so i don't think were... i ever told you this
1: story amber ah it was fucking awful <laughs> it, was it was scary
2: but this is what brought it up is because you were talking about the bell caves and mm-hmm. the girl got stuck in there and she was like the did. Well, the boy didn't, I'll get her out or I'll get him out. Um, and in that one, we had our recordings and we listened to them later in my room. We, you can hear us on the recordings. We're like, hey, let's go sit on the bed. That's when I started away. the paranormal. That's yeah, when, when they you started were my first, first route,
1: too. yeah, that's when I was like 18 and you were
0: 19. Yeah, we were
2: young and I was scared because there was a bunch of crazy things happening, but we all went in. Um, we started in all of the house, which again, like you said, it was only my room really that was haunted. The closet. Yeah, that freaking walk-in closet and i bathroom. couldn't sleep yeah oh, yeah bathroom. and i couldn't sleep with the lights off of my own bedroom but we go in we sit on the bed of, on my bed and you can hear mom and she's like let's just sit we'll hear for a little while and i will figure it out and on the recording after you can hear it saying, get out get, get out it was, was a scary male voice but the reason we even knew it was haunted and again we we're younger and like maggie said she's been a skeptic for a really long time at that time I was too, like my mom said, it was her first real ghost. Oh, God. like we've had heard of some things with our mom before, but this was like the first time we were like really doing something like that. And the reason it led us to it is we were two single girls living in an apartment and I would be in the, in the shower because our shower was connected between my room, and then, yeah, it was a outside. two bedroom
1: apartment. So there was like yeah. the bathroom connecting our bedrooms basically yeah. right
2: next to that closet, too. It was like conjoining walls to that creepy ass closet. It was like such a dark closet, like it was unnaturally dark in you that closet at
1: all <laughs> times of day. Like it was just like, like you yeah, don't go in that closet. And I'd it was like a walk in closet.
2: The lights would turn off. And we'd be in the bathroom. Uh, I used to sit in the sink when I'd get radio. ready, and we had a like a basket on the end of our toilet, and we'd put our blow dryers in it, and that flew across the bathroom multiple we times there. what when you were in there it never happened to me well i was in there um and then i would tell my sister about it i couldn't sleep she knew like i had to sleep with the tv on in my bedroom or light on and with that closet door closed like i would only go in that closet during the day and with the light on one time my friend when and i there was, was like Just shut up
1: them. give me the master bedroom already she's yeah. like "Oh,
2: yeah, well, i'll take them <laughs> but <laughs> then, there was one day i'm in my room Uh, We were both getting ready to go hang out with a friend or something, and I think one of our friends, guy friends, was out sitting on the couch, and um, Maggie just- No, no one was
1: there. It was just me and you. Was it just us? And it was, like, the end of the night. We'd been out doing something. We just got home, and we were getting ready for bed. We were changing into our pajamas, and I was (laughs) pulling my pants down to get in my pajama pants, and so I was just, like, ass out, and, like, I just pulled my pants down, and there was a thud on the- like a fucking- on the window. Oh my gosh. And we were on the second story, and there's no trees was outside that window. No. It was like oh, a was knock. It, a it was like someone <laughs> knocking. Her like ass. Ass. <laughs> Well, no. I, I froze. Like,
0: what? bent over, holding my <laughs> pants
1: to my calves. And I just looked at the window, because I was like, did that... Like, am I hearing things? Did that really just happen? And... uh. I'm just like literally bent over <laughs> with my butt out, staring at the window, and it happened again. And it sounded like oh, a I someone can't. knock like a fist knocking on the window, like the sound of like, but like hard, like. And it was it was not a bird because I know that sound well because yeah I know birds it's commit fun. suicide into this house all the time, um, but that's a different story, uh, <laughs> and. The second it happened again as I'm just staring at the window, pants down and I pulled my pants up and I ran to Del's room and I was like, someone just knocked on my window.
0: Dude, it's like,
1: what? 20 feet in the air. There's no trees. There's no way you could do that without a ladder. It wasn't like a rock hitting the window. It wasn't like somebody throwing something. Away. It was a knock. And so I like ran to Del's room and I was like, someone just knocked on my window twice. And, and she was like, are you no. sure? And I was like, yeah, and so she called her friend that lived in the same apartment complex as us, and she was like, oh, I'm just, just pulling into the complex, actually, we're just getting home, I'll drive past your guys' building, and she's like, yeah, there's nobody outside, there's no ladders, there's no, and-
2: so I come out to meet him, and I have my baseball bat, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like walking around our apartment, and that's when we finally were like, um, we'll have our mom come over and check this out, because, the and they moved yeah. pretty much.
1: Yeah, I, I, s- I slept in Del's bed that night. Yeah,
2: we slept together. You slept <laughs> in the haunted room, but we just slept we our going, co-
1: You were getting ever happened. Also- Nothing else ever happened to me besides no. that. But um so that was weird. Well,
2: when you guys were little and after Chuck passed away, he spent a lot of time at our house. And don't you remember? Because we we would go Is this the to cereal. You? We would go to church or we'd leave to go do something and we'd come home and all the cereal in the house would be poured in our kitchen <clears> sink.
1: What? I don't remember that happening, but I remember the story being really it. sinister. I remember, um...
2: We were being scratched that night some night. I not.
1: just remember, like, oh. Dad's version of the story, and he's such a skeptic. But he woke up one night... Mm,
2: I can tell you this story because... Well,
1: and you had sleep paralysis, right?
2: What, the one that you're talking about where he was that before he was well because he's a skeptic we had been camping we got home late we got you guys bath we got you put in bed so we were getting to bed later than normal and um we were both just laid down and i was laying on my side and i was saying prayers and i felt something touch my face so i opened my eyes and there was a it's a mass a dark Mass like um you know you see the static on the TV screen yeah but it was rolling and moving and oh. it was like this and I looked at it and then it
1: it just kind of hovered above me for it a while.
2: above me but it was telling me it was there for me it was going to get me it was evil it was pure evil scared oh. the shit out of me and when it moved up into the middle of the room I jumped back I jumped back in the bed and I grabbed Stu. And when I did that, he woke up and then he was looking at it and we're both just sitting there looking at it. And then it went through the wall, which the wall went into you. So Lindsay, Dell and Maggie were all sleeping in there and they were little, really little. And I was scared to death. So I just shut my eyes and I just started praying because it was so. And every time you ever
1: mentioned anything to him before, he would shut you up about it. He would
2: shut me down. And so
1: then you just didn't say anything.
2: I didn't say anything to him. And then he said, Are you awake? And I'm like, Yes. And he said, Did you see that? And I said, (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: And then he he jumped jumped out out of bed bed, and ran to our room
2: And was looking on the floor, was patting the wall. And then we were like, Oh God, our kids. And we ran in there and pulled everybody out. and We all slept in the living room. Oh my god! Like gosh. a supernatural moment. That's how
1: the opening scene is with the mom and the baby. <laughs> I've never watched Supernatural,
2: but yeah. But I know, he, like people so are addicted
1: to that show, and I haven't. It's
2: because there's so. so that was awesome. when your dad yeah, yeah. experienced. I
1: don't like that the not Dean is named Dean. I know, but
2: Dean is delicious. Mom, have you watched Supernatural?
1: No. I bet you will like it. Um, I haven't watched it, but I bet you like it. So kids and paranormal stuff. I um. Uh, don't experience a lot of things. I do It runs in our family. So, like, mom for sure has a connection to that side, and our little brother Justice has a connection, and our niece Bailey does. And she's kind of here right now. She's not she's kind of. Really she
2: is here. She's here, but doesn't want to be. She, she may or may
1: not want to be here. I
2: was forced. She's ready to go home and make pie crusts. <laughs> We're literally eating just as a
1: snack. Well, that's weird. Yeah, that's anyway. Delicious. Um, I
2: feel
1: like I have a connection too I just don't think I'm very open to it but I feel like I you and Walker both especially you, you're such an empathetic person to like the living I don't think you should open yourself up to the not living because you let everybody else's emotions affect you in such a big like don't let, but they do and so like that's probably okay, anyways
0: (laughs)
2: Oh um, you always told me I wear my heart on my sleeve. My, my baby
1: of the family. <laughs> Del's a hundred percent an empath. This yeah. might be confusing <laughs> listening to uh, maybe we need to say each other's names more when we're talking. So this is Maggie talking. Right now. Um but um if you're listening, hopefully you know Amber doesn't need to say who she is. We all know. Um anyways, so I, I think there's a spirit in Harper's my three year old's bedroom.
2: We'll have to go up there. I thought about bringing my. I
1: don't want to welcome anything. That, like I don't. I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel anything negative from it. I don't want to open up some sort of door.
2: Um, well, Harper could be. Harper could have a gift as well. I don't I know. Very. I feel very like openly like connected that it is. It. I feel Brian. And I feel like he is a protector, and I feel like he had that connecti- connection with you. And I think he always wanted to be around for you to have a family well, and to be part of. It. Okay, so for like, listeners,
1: I worked with a guy um, named Brian, and he had lung cancer and didn't tell anybody, and he passed away at Overstock. I don't think I remember. I usually cut out the name of the company. Yeah, yeah, company Anyway. To
0: see
1: our uh-huh. So I worked with a guy named Brian, and he. With one of my best friends. Like, we were really close. He was a lot older than me. But he was, like, like, he was, like, hey, sis. And I was, like, hey, bro. Like, we were just brother and sister. And, like, we became really good friends. We lived near each other. We hung out sometimes. And he was dying of lung cancer and didn't tell a soul. And he passed away. And it was difficult. It was really hard for me. But that's what he wanted. And, um... He didn't have family really.
2: You were his family.
1: Yeah, no, and he didn't have siblings. He had uh, gonna... he had his mom. He never knew his dad. He didn't have any siblings. Him and his mom were super close. She passed away and um we were super close. And he There's your son died. And
2: he's here though. He wanted to always be part of your family and I think that's a good thing you know he's here. I feel him here, obviously. Other people feel him here. We can, you can feel the emotion right now. Yeah. So. But I told you that years ago, but you weren't ready.
1: I still have his jacket in my closet. Like he, I helped rehome his cats. Like I, um, he didn't have anybody really. I organized a memorial at Overstock and stuff. But uh, so I just like see orbs and stuff in Harper's room, and I never get a bad feeling from any of it. I don't su- feel super connected to it, like on that level and i don't want to open myself up to any sort of connection like that because i i just don't want that to be part of my life but i think something's there and it's interesting it's only, only in harper's room like it's a really like she's my firstborn, and it just kind of is like a looking after mm-hmm. kind of feel and
2: thing a bird brother would do
1: yeah and i've always been like it's either brian or alex and so brian was my
2: it's brian
1: buddy and alex was the guy I dated that died in an accident Um, he was best friends with Dale throughout middle school and high school and then me and him dated for like a year
2: unofficially Dale's a lot Alec is there but Brian is here Alex also when like we would meet with Kelly and stuff Alex does not like people to know he is around when he is around so he'd be less likely to show his orbs but that doesn't mean he's not around too but I think Brian is more open he wants you to know And he wants to be that big brother. And he always, what,
1: like, I don't, this isn't, like, super great podcasting story, but he always, like, there was, he was an older dude, and I was a young pretty girl, and there was never anything weird between us. It literally was just, like, he knew I was having a bad day, and he would go buy me some Reese's, um, his break, or whatever, and, like, we drank together occasionally. Like, he would come over to Jen's house, and we'd all hang out, and he was protective of me, and, it was that he'd hit on you when I would yell at him, yeah. Dale. He would be like, "Tell Del to come hang out. Tell Dude, your sister." I'm just, I'm just kidding. That's why I'm single. You didn't want to date Brian.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, Brian. Any of the uh, no.
0: Even but, though the drove by our other house to help us out.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. Sorry, I made Bailey cry.
2: It's so- when you talk about them, then they come through. And she's very connected and empathetic, like that. T-
1: and but I don't think yeah, I've ever I, talked I had to had her that. about yeah. my relationship with Brian. It's been a long time. This is a, like literally the first time I ever saw Spencer cry was when Brian died because I was hurting so much that, and he he like like he was they were friends. They knew each other briefly, and he's never had anybody really close to him pass away, and so it was like hard to to handle. But it was just such a close friendship and. He still had his sweater on the back of his chair at work, and they were like cleaning out his desk, and they were like, "Do you want this stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> like, sure, yes.
2: which is nice they let you. When yeah. one of our friends passed away at work, me and Walker, there was no one else. They weren't gonna. His family wouldn't come pick it up. They didn't want anything to do with it.
1: There was no one. Ugh. No one for brain. There was no family. Not a single blood relative alive. That's
2: awful. I've had to learn how to kind of shield myself. Because a lot of times I can feel how they've died, how they passed away, their feelings, or what they want other people to know.
1: Well, and, and there's just a feeling of mourning in yeah. in all of it, you know, like in most cases.
2: One of I it's think one lost. Of, yeah. Do you want to hear one of my saddest stories? Ugh. <laughs> We're on such a fucking topic. I'm yeah,
0: yeah. I mean now's
1: the time, and then let's, <laughs> let's talk about your box some more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean your spirit, spirit box. <laughs>
2: I've moved on to the ovulus. <laughs> yeah. But um Dale, me, Mom, and I think my you're brother a little old
1: Justice. sink Because it sounds like ovulating.
2: Ov- <laughs> <laughs> yes, Maggie, I'm just a sports model now. Dad
1: joke, sorry, sorry, sorry.
2: Me, you. And so Dale, Justice, and me worked at the same company. And Justice has been. You've talked about how Justice has been sick, and this is when. Um, have I said on the podcast? Say yeah. names on this one. If it's you clear. have talked about Justice. I know. I will not. But you've talked about Justice being sick. Okay. But anyway, I he worked what I've in <laughs> the mailroom, and um, as we said, we were. I And so all three of us worked there, and the department that Justice worked in, um, he wasn't able to work anymore because of him being sick, but he would always tell me about a small child that would stay around him in his room. And the child would play with his beard. He would massage Walker's beard. So is this
0: like a real life child or a a
2: young four to five year old little boy spirit?
1: Kids are drawn to justice. They I think are. I've called him Walker in all of our other... Like, if I I've talked so. about him, I'm it's sure I've said Walker. Because yeah. I call him Walker. So, just for listeners, I don't know.
2: Walker's connection is a little bit different, too, though. Because I think more spirit that want to pass on or need help come to him. And I think that's also what makes it rougher for him. Mm-hmm. Walker gets the ones that... who have committed suicide, who die of drug overdoses, or are murdered. And uh, one of them that affects him the most is the, there's like 45 kids that have been killed by a serial killer that come to him all at once. And he doesn't know how to help them because he's not getting other information from them. But that's a lot of the reasons why he doesn't sleep a lot. Because of his visitation from spirit.
1: Oh, but, that's terrible. He needs to close that off. I yeah, know. that's awful. So he was on the hall.
2: He left how do you that poster. No. Well, can you? You can put up walls and you barriers can put up walls and try to. Um, but he left that position and it was a really good position. And so I applied and transferred over there. So it then became my position. And the little boy was hanging out in the room quite a bit. I think it was probably five or six months that I was down there. And, um, this young man, um, came down to the mailroom for something and the little kid went nuts. And I didn't know this young man, but I asked him if he would be open for a message. um, if, And I told him that I was a medium and he said, yes. And I started talking and giving him the message from the five-year-old little boy. And it was his baby brother that passed. And he was telling him how much he loved him and looked up to him. And he was so proud of what he was doing now. And, um, then he started talking to me and he said that, um, they had went on a family vacation and they were boating and he was water skiing behind their boat and they hit rough water and he flew out of the boat and went in the propeller so the oh, older geez brother geez. was water skiing and, he and the little flew, brother fell out of the boat oh and the little boy died in his brother's arms yeah he died in his arms oh my gosh and he hung out here all that time to give his brother the message
1: oh my god that's
2: that's absolutely terrible.
1: devastating. Oh my
2: god. You yeah, wanted well, but... to watch it because you're at the behind the boat and the back end of the boat. Like he watched his little brother and then obviously yes. got went him. into the water and uh his little brother died in his arms. That's how
1: Britney's ex-husband's mom. Well she was like water skiing or oh. something, and they were all on the beach and they, they were young kids. His it was her husband and two young kids on the beach watching her like water ski and she got hit by a fucking boat.
2: Well, this was it, This was very good for him to get the message from his yeah, that's brother, and he sat down there. It's awful. And, yeah, and, no. And, but he got a beautiful message from his baby brother that died in his arms. Yeah, and it helped him. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's hard. I, I think I don't want that. I don't. I don't want that responsibility.
2: It is and a big responsibility. Yeah. I don't
1: think I have the same type of connection to that stuff. And that's why I am more like, I don't know if it's there, but like what? like I believe there's something. But I I don't haven't had anything super crazy strong. It's just like occasionally a little bit of a feeling. And um I I c I, I couldn't handle it, honestly. No, like I could
0: that's so much pushing was- like
2: uh, burden? Very young, very, very little, and finally got my own room. I couldn't sleep in my room. I wanted the light on. I was scared all the time. And my mom thought that it, you know, that I was just thinking that there was a monster under the bed or
0: however how, But it was whatever. more than that.
2: But they were spirit. And I mean, I didn't know how to tell her. I didn't know how to say, no, it's real. You know, I'm just a little kid yeah, and yeah. she's telling me oh it's not real it's You're just like, a monster because yes, oh, well, well, okay. kids do
1: get scared because of they
2: do and my mom the dark my mom finally brought me in a bible and told me to sleep with it and she said you pray that in the mighty name of jesus christ go away my my god is bigger than you and i have prayed that all through the years when i get scared when when it's the type that scare me and we have the Armor of God rings that we got to help protect us because um, it's putting on the whole armor of God. Even though I'm not really any type of religion, um, I do believe in relationship with God and I know he protects me, but it having that Bible really helped. And then I've never really been able to sleep in the dark. If If I'm alone, the lights are on. And as you all know, i booby trap every window and every door like ridiculously (laughs) ridiculously so
1: our stepdad traveled for work for a long time when we were like teenagers and stuff and oh my god every single door (laughs) front door garage door sliding glass door there's kitchen chairs pushed up to the door with every loose object in I mean, that you gotta, room stacked you got to do, what you gotta do. So, <laughs> so if someone moved it it would fall yeah. like a, like a just a weird tetris board of stacked items shit. you will live alone for a long time did like, you do that
2: shit i did have weird booby traps <laughs> i currently <laughs> i don't like booby trap
0: like mom but i have those little things made to like block stoppers. Yeah, just 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 mom to for. Like <laughs> because mom bought but cuz i wanted them okay. no i like i didn't do no weird like Intric- intricate stuff. I tie doors together. I tie no, that's my basement that's door
2: to the laundry door because she taught they both- us what we needed to stack to make the most noise. Because I <laughs> want to be woke up, and Jan always comes home, and he says, "You yeah. know, that's not going to keep them from getting in." And I said, "Yeah, but it's going yeah. to <laughs> yeah, so, so wake me
0: up." Yeah, and then they're going to die. So wake me up. So I, as long as I'm awake, then it's fine. You no, know, I
1: get that. I spend to work nights a lot, and I have a hard time sleeping sometimes. But that's funny.
0: Um, um, I definitely, I didn't have any booby traps, but. When I was home alone for months at, on end, I definitely had, like, sticks in my door and, like, was on edge.
1: Yeah, there's a noise. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's hard being alone. but
0: It is hard being alone.
1: Um, do you
2: want to hear another story? Of course we do. we do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I have a lot. So, in this place where we all work together, um, there's another guy that works in the building that has become my best friend. And we're still really good friends and I don't work there anymore. We just, um, hit it off and we're, he's my best friend and he's, uh, he's Andrew's age. So he's like my son-in-law's age and I'm his mother's age. But we're, um, that was kind of
1: me and Brian, like he
0: was,
2: yeah.
1: 20 years older than me. Yeah,
2: and we're just... But he
1: was, like, rock and roll. Like, he was this, like, long hair. I feel like I, I, I remember didn't... remember him blonde. Just, well, it was white. white. <laughs> it was white. It, he went gray real young, and he had done a lot of drugs in his youth and aged... He was a skinny, like, fucking rock and roll, metal shirts, long hair, studded leather jacket. Like, <laughs> I just feel like I didn't do that. But he was very much so, like, hardcore, like...
2: David's cool, David. totally in his generation and I'm in mine, but we ended up being friends. He, There was another person that worked there in his department who died of cancer and they were friends and it started off by him wanting to give David a message. So I gave him that message and then we just started talking and he said, you know, I have some stuff going on in my house and I'm, you know, kind of concerned about what's going on there. And I was like, oh, I really should come over and see what's happening. Oh, would you do that? And I'm like, yeah, but it's hard to find the time. A lot of the times
1: as an adult, as an, yeah.
2: <laughs> just to have time to do that. And the spirit in his house kept taking his daughter's pink backpack. And so when you walked in, they had a, a thing where they put their shoes and coats and It's a little rack, like a coat rack, big, long, square thing. And she would put her backpack on the hook, and the spirit would always take it off, plop it down, and slide it across the floor, her Hmm. pink backpack. So that's what would happen. Take it off the hook, drop it on the floor, and slide it across the floor. And she would, the spirit would do other things. And this one Friday, he came in to work, and he was all, Oh, i'm so sick of it and i scream get the fuck out of here i'm so sick of you and i said oh my gosh that's so mean he goes, you oh. don't know you don't want to do that And he's like oh, i'm sick of it i want it to leave and i'm like oh that's so mean and then we go home and have our weekend we come back it's monday um He worked later in the day because he stayed a lot later with his job. I started earlier. Um, Of course, I was in the mail room, so I'd been working away. We got two great big shipments from UPS and FedEx, and I was taking care of all the boxes and everything that came in. And I have to email people who all had their boxes and put them up. And so i put those all away and I was sitting down and I'd been working for 45 minutes at my desk. And all of a sudden I start hearing something behind me. Um, And there's two cameras on me in this room because we had valuables. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You have like return product. Mm -hmm.
2: And so I hear something and I start turning my chair around and here comes a package off the third rung of the shelf. And it drops to the ground oh. and slides across to my feet. Guess yeah. whose name was on it? My guys. Yeah, his name. It got the fuck out. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh <my. laughs> Went out of his house.
2: She came with me, yeah, and we did true. an investigation there um, because of that. And I got to see the video. Um, the security guard got to see the video, and David got to see it. There was quite a few people that got to see it, but they wouldn't let me have it uh-huh. because it's there. But <laughs> – um it's their property and so then i'm like okay yeah i need to come over to your house and dell and i went over there and i gave my camera that i take pictures with to his 15 year old son and i'm like go take pictures just take pictures 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 and he got a picture of her but i got her name her name is emily and she's down syndrome Oh shoot! And she's like 32 years old. And by her, this is the ghost, the, the, ghost,
1: spirit, the spirit, yeah. Um, not the 15 year old son.
2: Not the 15 year old son. <laughs> and we uh, here, here's the picture that he caught of Emily, and she's a little, short, and squatty, kind of fat. Um, she's tiny, but she has the mentality of about four, three, or four years old.
1: You can definitely see. It. Yeah, there's like a face there for sure. Yeah, you can
2: see your body underneath. Uh, kinda. Like I think a, not. I see like a figure. Yeah,
1: like, but not like a defined body yeah, by yeah. Any means. You it kind of looks like figure. she's like crouched down, but you definitely can see like.
2: She's not crouched. A she was face. She was, she was just squatty. She yeah. was heavy and round and shorter.
1: Well, she's like as tall as the
2: doorknob. <laughs> she's yeah. So she um told me your name was Emily, and she picked them because she missed her family mm. and they the family moved from there and she didn't know you know where they were but that was her home and she loved the mom and she loved the little the daughter in the house and the daughter had everything pink and she loves pink and Aww. they actually <laughs> um after we did the investigation and we got that picture of her um, they were... Were you like, you need to apologize. Uh, she... From no, him, to I mean, him, okay. yelling at her <laughs> I did that day. It. I was like, that's I know, but nice. I... <laughs> but um, they were actually doing some renovations in the condo. And they were in their master bedroom closet, which was a big walk-in closet. But there was this weird thing, a little cutout. And so his little daughter could fit back there and she saw writing on the wall and it was markings of height and it was uh, her sibling wrote on there I will love you forever Emily rest in peace and put the birthday and it would have put her at 33 years old and I got 32 um and so that just really blew them away that oh my god there's validation look at this Uh, and so they found that in the closet after we went over there. That all breaks my heart. <laughs> Honestly, it's just the thing of losing your baby and, like... She just wanted family. There. She just wanted family, and she loved them, and she was sweet, and she was just and every baby deserves
1: them. a good family.
2: Yeah. So. <sighs> um. Now you want to hear a funny one?
1: Yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah. We like to end on a funny note, we and like we're going to get into
2: that. This point. is one
1: of Um. Our- remember it. what story you're going to
2: tell.
1: Okay. Bailey, do you want to tell any stories? No? Okay. We can
2: talk about my grandmother. Yeah, you didn't oh, do that. You were planning to. Ye- so, um, I get a text from Lindsay of a video. It's
1: my other sister.
2: Our other I'm, sister. And, and they're yeah, at Bailey's grandmother's house, so her dad's grandma. And Lindsay's like, what do you see from this video? And I'm like, there's this creepy crawly thing. And I don't know what else I was feeling there. And she's like, oh, Bailey just said that and wanted me to send this to you. She says, we got to come over here to Grandma Jan's. And I'm like, okay. And so they actually brought me over there the next day and didn't invite me. (laughs) (laughs) And we, we got a really good, quite a few messages for Grandma Jan, but we picked up the, the creepy crawler that Bailey and I both felt his wrist really, the creeper is just, super weird at this house and here is a picture that i took and you this is the kitchen and the countertops and you can see him he was going sideways along the wall like it i can see the start of it maybe Miami, like right it's, there. Like it's right like a, it's a, a very blurry
0: lighter colors. it's just like a little blur
2: the yes it but looks can, like
1: zero from nightmare before yeah Christmas.
2: yeah but it's, it was really creepy, right? Mm-hmm. And what else like, it's such a different color because
1: nothing else in the picture is that light.
2: Yeah. And, that's and so insane. there's just, like right. a
1: streak of light.
0: With a face. Yeah.
2: Along the countertop. I'm going to zoom in on this face.
0: Uh, you can see that. Yeah, like, there's like it,
1: eye holes in a yeah. nose and like a mm-hmm. mouth. Sh- like it looks like a dog. Or like, yeah, yes. like a creature. It's a, it's a
2: creepy crawler that usually just goes around on the ceiling, and it came down and got in this picture. But who did we actually have come through for both of us um, in the in the bar area? We had my great-grandpa's dad, and he told us all about his ring. And at the time, a long, long time ago, the room that we were in was a like a barber shop. Hmm. And then it turned into a bar and he didn't he make that bar? He made bar? the bar.
1: Oh, that's cool.
2: And he was telling us all about how happy he was that
1: his wife let him turn her room into his room. Aww. And he was showing us all of telling us about his ring. And he was
2: he was telling us about all the things he would do in that room and where he would stand. Wow. Yeah, it was a really beautiful... It was a very beautiful moment, huh? Yeah. That's And crazy. it was very, very good for Jan to hear, and then she went up and told her husband. Yes. That's such nice. a good connection to the family and to the house. Mm-hmm. That's pretty
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. That's fun.
2: That was awesome. What
1: was your funny story, Mom? You had a funny
2: story, I know, but now I'm trying to remember. It must be that ghost pox. <laughs> <laughs> spirit <laughs> box. Spirit
1: Those box? The spirit <laughs> <ghost> <laughs> box. Spirit box. Your uh, spirit box is distracting you from this funny
2: story.
1: <laughs> what is my
2: funny story? Um, I've had so many.
1: Have you guys seen the TikTok? My mom sent it to me, so I know you have. Uh, I've I sent it to us. Uh, wife well, I saw before that, even. Uh, but the, it's like, the ghost, ghost, in ghost in your in house.
2: How did this get here? Oh, yeah,
1: that's awesome. The keys here they the keys from one spot on it's the counter? The, ghost the other is, um, yeah.
2: why is this candle lit? I don't know. it to you? I'll have to send it to you. Uh-uh.
1: It to you.
2: What? Where does all the screaming come from? <laughs> Let's...
1: Amber.
0: I. Have you
1: oh, ever so had any ghost experiences?
0: No, like the closest thing that I have is obviously because I'm from Colorado, so Stanley Hotel, of course. Um. So I went in. And- That's
1: where, like, the Shining yeah. was.
0: The Shining. Yeah. I or like, I based on films. You haven't seen the Shining? Well, no, oh, I haven't seen the... the. Oh, but but I haven't seen the Shining. I don't dare. I watched no, it's it. So it with... good. I watched
1: it with Bailey and Tato and so Lila. <laughs>
0: Bailey tries to make me watch it all It's time. So, all so good. All oh, my scary movies come from my tiny. The movies, creepiest part is
1: the naked lady in the bathtub. Yes, I was
0: the scariest thing.
1: But the thing about The Shining is it was filmed at the Stanley Hotel, yeah. but it was based off of a different hotel that Stephen King stayed yeah, oh yeah, at one sea, time. The,
0: the Stanley Hotel. It's this, gorgeous. It's, it's beautiful. Estes Park is gorgeous. And so we did the, like, tour, the ghost tour or whatever, and, like, it was creepy, but I didn't have any, like, encounters during it. So like I was just like creeped out, and then they were like, "Oh well, this is this one room where like the kids would play, whatever, and they would have candy." And then we saw like a Werther's wrapper in the hallway, but we're like, "That is easily planted." Yeah, it could have easily been planted.
1: But what so, about that time we went camping and we hiked to that those mines? And they were like,
0: Wasn't it late at night? You it, was the the middle, it was the middle of
2: your stories, and I'm like, was, oh, my God, where did I go wrong as a mother? It was, <laughs> you was because you were like, hey, your curfew is 6 p.m. Yeah, You're not allowed to do uh, anything uh, uh, ever. Until, however, like, we have to rebel. And do yeah, exactly. something.
0: So I got my own nose. I'm doing everything. <laughs> we start um, drinking champagne at 7 a.m. We drink two bottles and a fucking
1: no, that's the night, not the night we went hiking anywhere. I was in bed with a horrible headache by 6 p.m. You know, that day. That. Um, that happened. Yeah, it did happen. Uh, and I cut myself with an axe butt day also. Yeah. So. <laughs> you I don't
0: remember the
1: story. story. Um, no, but that was creepy as fuck. I don't yeah, know. like Just mind. being out in the middle of nowhere, there was like animals and nature and there was these bordered up uh, it was like a- the, on the ground, like just where you're walking, there's these like loose old boards but that like they, are down like, into a mine. Like, tunnels, like, like a you mine. need to be careful yeah. not to fall through the cracks of the board into this mine because it's they these so creepy. old boarded up mines and her and Aaron had seen them earlier in the day and was like, You guys need to see this. And we'd had a few drinks and it was fucking pitch black house. Oh, that yes, sounds like
2: such a smart idea. And we were like, so Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we're we were drunk. Yes. We all had
1: flashlights. We didn't go into the mines, we just hiked to them. And the whole way we were like holding each other's yeah, arms because it was and just dark being and like scary
0: the whole what time. Noise? What was that noise? What's that? <laughs> the whole time. Serial killer stuff. And then yes. what
1: this was not ghostly at all, but we went to the bar in Tooele. The one bar in Tooele. The
0: Broadway? Yeah. Yeah. It's not the Broadway anymore, but... It's not? I don't think so.
1: Anyway, so we went, and the boys didn't want to come. Oh, I
0: remember! We got lost. And
1: we we were like, we got them to drive us there, but they were like...
0: They didn't drive We didn't walk. We We walked. Did we? Yes.
1: Anyways, we had we to walk walked. home, and it was like...
0: You guys walked home for sure. Did you walk there? I, you I we did not
1: home? walk there. We got dropped off. They dropped like, us off, oh and they gosh. were like, well, we're drinking. You gotta find your own way home. And we're like, okay, you didn't even bring your phone. My phone died. And we're walking through the fucking, like, trailer park at Tooele in the 1 a.m.
0: Like, the sketchiest <laughs> part of the Tooele.
1: It didn't seem ghostly. It just seemed like a murder story. Like, we probably
0: could have got abducted. You're was- welcome
1: for telling you the story <laughs> <in personal. laughs> Uh Anyways...
2: Okay, I remember my dog. And then
1: just do one more for the. Yeah, I I did
2: pee. Okay, mom. Okay. What's your
1: funny story?
2: The funny story is it involves the Leslie Family Tree Restaurant.
1: Okay, and I think just to remind people is this is Maggie speaking. Uh, uh
0: This is. They and so, a, also, the Leslie Flaming Tree yeah, so do not think we can anymore, right? It no, they just sold, got but, sold okay.
1: recently. Is it, are they tearing it down?
2: No, another owner is coming in, and I think they're going to have sushi. Okay, sushi? so it's still going to
1: be like a restaurant in the building. be, a, no,
2: it'll all be So, just
1: what? to clear this up.
0: She's my friend. She's my friend.
2: <laughs> I didn't
1: even hear what you said, so I will cut it out. Just to clear this up, um, so this me, Maggie... <laughs> I feel like it's hard to tell our voices apart. So, my stepdad's great...
2: uncle, His uncle.
1: His uncle. So, my great, my great step-uncle owned this in building. In a very
2: small town and... In a
1: super small town in Utah. Owned this... It Was at a restaurant at it. the time? No. He owned it. He, he owned it. 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 I was no, just going to pass over that. Official. I didn't say it. It was ormed. the return. I heard it. <laughs> it was the I know. I said, owned...
2: It was the post office. Okay, it was the post office the when he owned yeah, it. When he owned it,
1: and then it turned into a restaurant. And the same building is in the same place, but it's become a restaurant. The Leslie family tree,
2: and it's been it's been shown on the dead files, if you want It's very like It's, very, like it's haunted very haunted. Place.
1: But so Jan, my stepdad, he came with his us. Family owned that originally. Okay, many so his years dad ago.
2: worked there with the uncle and but it was his mom's uncle
1: okay so So grandpa jim worked there but it was with
2: he helped out there yeah he worked wife Geneva still okay okay okay. so um this was my second time going there and i wanted jan to come because of the hit them his family history to see if we could get anything for him and then his son james Came, and James really thinks my he's a badass. He thinks he is, like, not afraid of anything. He's very, if you think we're loud, he is very loud. He's and fun. He's, he's a fun-loving so fun.
1: dude. Like he yeah, he's so fun. Light-hearted, fun-loving guy all the time.
2: So we took Jan, James, was Justice there this time. It was yeah. me and you. And Dale. Justice, Dale. Because Dale is my buddy- Um she does the filming. She's my from the night vision camera worker. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: she's always been Maggie is a I don't go to those (laughs) things. So I think Justice was
2: there. So we were there with Corey, the owner's daughter, and we were sitting in the back room where they have a lot of activity with small children. And Dale is doing the camera. Oh, and James brought his girlfriend with Mm -hmm. him. And his girlfriend at the time his girlfriend at the time. And so, Dale has the camera, and she's filming around, and James is sitting across the room with his girlfriend on his lap. And James is sitting in the entryway to come into this room, and the Corey was saying how that is a horrible place to sit, because people get scratched and touched, and all kinds of things in that entryway. And and he's very skeptic too. Coming to this, he was just making a joke. Oh it, yeah, he makes a joke it. of everything. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll sit there. Nothing, nothing bad's gonna, never gonna scare scary. me. Uh-huh. Nothing's ever gonna scare. It's just James, like yeah, making a show that like that nothing. Everything's a joke. It's gonna be funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm watching him with the camera at this <laughs> point as well. And Dell is filming, and she says, "Oh, oh, there is a great big orb by James. Oh." Look at this orb, and so I'm watching it back on the camera, and the orb is flying around James, and then it flies into the side of his neck, and right at that time, James screams and stands up and throws his girlfriend oh. on the floor, <laughs> he her. just Laps throws her. her off of his lap oh. onto the floor, oh, my and my she's tumbling, like, oh, <laughs> And he's like, don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! <laughs> and so it was really hilarious. But then the not hilarious thing is in the camera, <coughs> uh, right by Dell. you hear the scariest non-human growl. Oh. Yeah, that's why I got scratched at that freaking place. <coughs> scary uh, you got scratched? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. by that scary, evil, nasty thing. And we were... We like, went down and upstairs done. <laughs> we went down in the basement and we were in the down down basement, which was really, really scary.
1: The down Excuse down? Me.
2: The down down basement. <laughs> it's like a dungeon. It it's is it's scary. underneath. It's
1: it's, it's like the cellar. It is they a, had cellar a basement, and, and a it cellar. was
2: cement and dirt. Oh, and this know, place like, is really old, right? It's Very, so old. very old. But we came out of that part and we went just above that into what used to be the pool hall area. And we were sitting at a great big round table um, because they had a lot of activity in this room as well. And I had my ghost box. Spirit box.
0: My spirit box. <laughs> Just try not to say because that's the what we named was, her vagina now. It was the radio one. <laughs> Which one does the-,
2: the spirit box. That was the spirit box. And so we have that playing and we're asking questions. And we had.
1: I ask questions in my spirit box all the time.
2: Why don't you work? <laughs> uh, I don't
0: <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> so we're sitting at this table damn that
0: family are something. This is why we podcast because we laugh so hard at each other's jokes.
1: <laughs> 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 no one's laughing except <laughs> me. Now, serious. us I'm just turning my ass off. Her <laughs> 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 dead face is
0: like, okay, it was not funny again.
1: Spirit Box will never not be funny. Stand by it.
2: Um, but this is, this is the scary part because I had had a. That's what she said been.
1: about her
0: screams. So, <laughs> this is the scary part. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <it off. laughs> I can't it you I mom. Two. <laughs>
2: well, I've had a gentleman with me <laughs> that had um, <laughs> committed suicide, and he was coming through. Because I haven't mentioned that I get message left on my bathroom mirror. So when I take, I from take just like
0: random people.
2: My, I think they're from my spirit guides. And so they um, leave pictures. I don't know if I could handle that. And so this guy that committed suicide, that blew half his head off, his his face was half on there. And he'd been with me talking about stuff that he came through on the spirit box and was talking (sighs) to us then. And then it totally changed to someone evil. Uh. And the voice changed and it got really deep and guttural and swearing and it scared the bejeebies out of James and he's not like that and he was like I don't care who you are you stop right now and that's when we ended it that's when we stopped because it got really really scary
1: let's not indulge this anymore yeah Yeah.
2: that one was scary and it felt like it was like the keeper of the rest it wanted them trapped there and so it didn't like that the others were starting to communicate with us so then it like over it, it took over, and then we were like, We're done, we're done. mom.
1: Your funny stories were not funny.
0: sorry
1: Can we talk more yeah. about your spirit?
0: <laughs> no, it's
1: not. I'm sorry. Um, I don't
0: need to start anymore on nice. <laughs> um, this podcast. Um, y'all wanted
2: to tell a few things. Oh, just some of my, I'm sorry, I'm just some of the memories I, have. I leaned in,
1: so I tried to scoot the mic away from my voice because know, it's, it's like, louder down. than everybody else.
2: When mom started to get into kind of doing kind of the actual ghost hunts, she's always obviously been a medium, um, she wanted me to go with her, and we would we would find events to go to, so places where people already conducted ghost hunts, where they had the recordings and the cameras, and at the time, we had, like, a camera and a recorder, and we were trying to figure it out, but the funny part to me is, like, the first, like, three times we went, we went to planned events like people were like hey you come here we're gonna lead we'll share our equipment with you and we'll show you the experiences yeah um but at 20 after 20 minutes in we kind of wander off on our own mom and i um because we prefer to we wanted to figure it out we just like being together um but after a couple of minutes you would see a group of people starting to follow us because mom had the connection they would Where leave getting the... more leave interaction the, like, they would leave actually people actually leaving these in. things we paid to come to <laughs> we would end up being the group. So
1: see, and that's like the thing about I feel about any tourist location. I don't want to go to a stupid, a, not stupid, a super touristy spot because I'm sure it's a cool place when you find it when there's not a million other people around mm-hmm. and you want to just experience it, you know, and like resonate in that vibe of whatever. Even if like if you're traveling abroad and you're in a spe- special place and you just want to like feel. What you're feeling. But there's a million people around. It's like this doesn't mean a lot. But when you're traveling. And you find a really special place. And there's no one else around. And it's like.
2: I think it's because. This means so much. The information that I was getting. Was current it, it was att- well and it was attracting the people the other people were there but they didn't really have the connections they just had the tools and they thought it yeah. was really cool and like you said they were very touristy and then they would well and i've mentioned me and mom like, and they would hear her the story she's saying and sometimes it wasn't even about the places it was because about she's a medium that was, that was about the people that were there so they were getting we messaged. would talk to like one guy and she's like are you open to this and he was like, yeah, and then other people would hear, and then they'd be,
0: like, just, like, hanging around it. Yeah. The crazy <laughs> Please get a message for is, me. They'd be like, do you have any messages for me? I'm not gonna ask, but, right, like, but I'm gonna hang up real, just co- in case. <laughs> real close to you real long. We <laughs> went to the Salt
1: Palace out, you know, in the Great Salt Flats.
2: Oh, okay. here the in Salt New Palace. That's not the Salt Palace, the Salt, the, uh, salt Air. Salt, salt Air are salt salt creepy. Yeah, it's
0: creepy. Yeah. Wait, what's the difference between Salt Palace and Salt Air?
2: Salt, it's the castle yeah. that's abandoned. Out there. They the, could
0: do some raves. I thought they were the same thing. I
2: thought, I thought they were the same thing. We went to one of your work concerts there. The Plain White teeth. at played, the Salt Air. At the Salt
0: Palace or the Salt Air? I don't. It's what Salt saying. Air. I don't
1: know what the difference is.
0: I think they're the, the same salt, thing. The Salt Air is in like the toilet area. Area.
1: Salt Palace also is in that like mid. Well, maybe
0: right you're saying flats. it's. Maybe you're thinking it's the same. Maybe
2: they thing. Think I think it's same. the
1: same thing. I think they're the same thing. I don't
2: know, I'll have to look it up, but. You know where you can go. They have concerts there. Yeah, yeah. They have, it's
1: burned down like twice. Yeah, yes. it,
2: yeah. They have bars.
1: Salt so they Palace and there's, Salt there's, there's
0: totally probably ghosts there for no, sure. No, there is. We well, I don't think fires. anybody
1: died in either of those fires. No,
0: they died but, for sure. Not in the fires. But, so. I don't know.
2: They died. I'm gonna get back to the story.
0: Sorry. <laughs> we went on a
2: ghost right here. It was late at, at night. It was at palace. the Salt Palace or the Salt Air, whatever it's called, wherever they have the events out in the Salt Flats. Same thing. Um, We went out there. It's empty. There's no event, but it was one of those kind of guided tours. Mm-hmm. We had to pay to get in. But Whether or not I...
1: anyone died in those fires, these are these, like, salty desert plains there, in there's Utah. There's definitely
0: people that died there because the place burned down. There was, like, an amusement park. I'm gonna get to it. People no, there, sure, died.
1: People. No, but like People, people died, died there. there. Pe- not everyone knows Utah. Utah's very, very weird in our geography. And not Many people who don't live in Utah know about the salt plains. So, Utah has the Great Salt Lake. Everybody knows that. And it's but lakes. it's incredibly salty, like way more salty than the ocean. You're like,
2: being salty.
1: Yes. <laughs> but I'm also spitting truth,
2: mother. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> so, call me mother.
1: <laughs> so, it's really salty. And so, all yeah, of I'm these. Mommy. Desert plains that lead up to the Great Salt Lake are covered in like a white salt,
0: and like steam. more
1: inside. It's and very. Steam. Steam. I
0: think Amber thinks it smells bad. It does. It does. <laughs> but no, it's... you can see it on my face. I'm <laughs> all over Great I have Salt, face great right salt effect. Great Salt Well, there's the lake effect.
1: Yeah, the lake. Effect.
2: Yeah. Which,
1: when like weather turns That's or the snow. air shift turns, it's lake like effect. rotten egg smell throughout all of Utah, basically, from the Great Salt Lake and the salt. It's but Near the Great Salt Lake is just these huge plains of, like, white-ish sand where it's very, very salty. And so I'm sure the pilgrims coming across the country, there's plenty of people who died in that area of salty desertness where they could not find anything to drink. So whether or not anyone died in the fires, which I don't think they did, I'm sorry, <laughs> Amber. um it did. Dale and my mom went yes. to a thing there.
2: Anyway, guys, so back on point so, so, Salt Flats. There's the one building there that's huge. It's burnt down twice. Yeah. And people
0: have died at that. Point. Yes. Have they? Yes. 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 Okay. 100%. All right. I don't know. Okay, Dale, go. Anyways.
2: I think they could be true because I feel like the lady told us that. So we, me and mom, we got there. Um, We started with the group because they kind of made you. And then we separated from because it's just easier to not be around all these people. No, it's
1: not as much fun. It is. It you is. don't so, experience a thing.
2: Mom and I, we went upstairs. Upstairs, they have, like, a bar when they have their events. And we went upstairs, and we're hanging out in kind of a corner of the bar. Um, one of the ladies who was, you know, like, worked at the palace or whatever they saw there, um, she kept walking around and checking on the different groups. She wants to make sure they're not hurting anything and whatever, because they're paying to be there. Um, and me and mom were talking about something and the lady kind of like walked up and she just, she ended up just staying with our group because she was so interested. Um, but they're, you know, at the Salt House or Sade or whatever you call it, they have raves, they have concerts, they have different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and mom was like, someone died right outside of here. Um, she's like, but I'm getting such a weird feeling. It's like their, their, their energy is like chaotic. It's like all over the place. It's super crazy. And they just feel alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was starting to explain all of this and the lady, like her eyes just got big. And so I looked at Lydia and I said, what do you know? And she goes, well, one of our more recent raves, there was a, 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 girl, I believe it was a girl, guy, guy. And he, um, he was obviously, it was a rave. He was partaking in some ecstasy. Yeah. Drugs. drugs, <laughs> Ecstasy. Ecstasy. Um, his ecstasy. friends ended up leaving him. Um, but once they like realized they left him, it was just it was a car accident, and he ended up oh, dying. There's
1: been a, so they many car accidents on that stretch on of road.
2: His was pretty traumatic too. I think like he they, they, had a the pull, nose. they had like to pull, they had over. A, over was he, was he outside of the car puking or was it, I? Yeah. I can't remember the whole story, but it was like a very gruesome death. But he was and, like
1: high on XE mm-hmm.
2: and sick in the moment of his death, death, um, death of Jesus it too, and then the Christ. lady was like, "Oh my gosh, i had actually recently." Happened and kind of (sighs) went into it, and so she's she stuck around with us for a while too. But there's just some like
0: crazy kite, but what was really weird after
2: that is when I went back to work the next week, I ran into his girlfriend Mm -hmm. at work in the ladies' room who was pregnant with his baby. (gasps) Wow, and that's why he came to you, yeah, and that's why he came to me there.
1: Holy when was this based on? Mine and Spencer's relationship. Was it before I was with Spencer or after? After. The first time I ever, I'm pretty sure the first time I ever saw Spencer was at Salt
2: Palace.
1: Salt whatever it is. Salt Salt Palace, whatever. Um, Overstock's company. used to have
2: concerts there.
1: Concert. Yeah.
2: I think it's right after one of those concerts that you were out there. I just really. But this was a rave concert. Yeah. That company didn't do rave concerts.
1: Yeah. I mean, people are like fucking that. crazy. Yeah. No but one this was. Here, I, but
0: well I probably should rave. leave the name
1: of the company. Anyways, um, no, the first. So Spencer went to Butler. Uh huh. But he was two years younger than me. So he never would have been there when you were there. Mm-hmm. And But he was a seventh grader when I was a ninth grader at Butler. Mm-hmm. And he had. <laughs> Full on. <laughs> Mohawk. Long ass. And then Austin have the Liberty Spikes. <laughs> and I I, like, I, think I remember seeing them. And you should be like, oh no, those aren't my people. Like, I don't want to be near those that people.
0: That sounds like Harper. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this was exactly like Harper.
1: <laughs> but the first time I actually know that I saw Spencer... Was at Salter, and Overstock had a concert. We went, was me and Michael? you. It was the no, it was the uh, oh, Bob, Bob Dylanson. The,
2: stare at my tongue in the mirror, turn upside down. What is that song? Who Ooh. is he? Oh, I
1: loved him. Bob son is part of the.
2: Oh, fuck. Yeah, say.
1: Spencer yeah. could tell me if he was here right now <laughs> oh, because yeah, he's I'm a huge fan, and no one else knows who the fuck they are because mm-hmm. they suck guilty I don't, I don't know i don't know jake dylan is a member of the wallflowers
0: oh
1: okay so overstock had the wallflowers play at a company concert and um me and del went to that concert and del had recently gone through a breakup and it was a terrible night for the two of us because she was just not willing to have a good time that night. Well,
2: I don't remember
0: this
2: night. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, cried oh, like, in a The Jack Johnson guy? Maybe that was his name? Jack Johnson? Mm-hmm. They had Jack Johnson?
0: No, no, it
1: was... John Mayer. No, it was Bob Dylan's son, <laughs> Jacob Dylan, or whatever. Anyways, it was a <laughs> Bailey's dying. Um, so anyways, Dell was not happy that night. It wasn't a great night. And they... The wallflowers called... A couple people up on stage. They're just pointing at some random people. And we're like, you know this song, come sing with us. And Spencer... I I knew Austin. So Spencer's best friend. I knew him from work. Kind of. And... They were called this girl up on stage. And her name was Maggie. No joke. And Spencer pushed her up on stage... And then climbed up on stage behind her, and he got on stage and sang this Wallflower song into the microphone with Jacob Dylan, drunk off his ass, and they were just like, uh, "Okay, I guess this is happening because it's a private party concert." And Spencer was like, "What?" And I was like, "That is so embarrassing for Austin." <laughs> so embarrassing
2: for you. That's
1: the person you invited to a company party and he just pushed himself on stage and
0: sang and with Bob Dylan's
1: and, son on stage. And now you're married yeah. And then I married him. So <laughs> I don't know what that ends our episode on. But it's been a long time and I think we have to end it now. Mm-hmm. This was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot of
0: fun. It
2: was so much fun. I enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Now I actually get to be on it. Yeah, I listen to you guys in the mornings on the way to work.
1: Yeah, and Danielle listens all the time. We're yeah. her favorite concert con- concert. We're her favorite podcast.
0: Talk- favorite concert. <laughs> <laughs> I was just
1: talking about concerts. Not most um,
0: interesting.
1: No, no, They, do <laughs> no, I they, they
0: don't want to hear me sing.
1: But Danielle, sing. you seem like a lot of fun, and we should karaoke together someday uh <laughs> so anyway,
2: Danielle, we're going to yeah, she's going yeah, to learn the yeah. I want to go. I want to go with them camping wherever that was on the lake when they were jumping out of the come, water.
0: And you guys need to come Desert Canyon, California. Yeah.
1: Or you to come desert coming I mean, to Utah because that's a lot less so, work.
0: Where... Yeah, if we go to California, I kinda want the beach. But let I mean you to the beach. She too.
1: lives in the desert. Anyways, um, this isn't good. Part mom, but nah. bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you get to say bye. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on our show. I appreciate you guys coming out. Amber, you're in Utah! <laughs> We all loved you and missed you, and this is exciting and fun. Bailey, thanks for being here, no matter how much you hated it. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mom, Dale, thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. This was a really fun episode. It was. I
2: love that. Yeah, this was I've been really excited to come on your podcast.
1: Good, I'm glad. I, I was hoping you weren't too anxious, and I knew that it would just flow once we got going. And so I, like, didn't give you much to prep with because Mm -hmm. I was like, no, it's just going to happen. It's going to go. So, sorry about that. But it went great. This was was fun. This was great. It was wonderful. I appreciate all of you guys. I love this. I love doing this.
0: This is my
1: favorite. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Bye. (laughs) Tink, tink, tink. You're still recording. Bye. 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 Bye.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, you, was I was like we're we were recording. Are we?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I was just like
2: talking to you. I was like, my this is a very
1: compelling podcasting, but okay, Del. <laughs> I <laughs> looked at
2: the screen, I was like, oh, shit. Woo! Woo! Goodness. You tell me that story, please.
1: (laughs) Okay.